Hello, everyone. God is very great. He's very great. And he observes every single thing. He observes our actions, the things that we do, the things that we don't do, the things that we say and don't say. He reviews our thoughts and our minds. And he observes our choices that we make. So there's 24 hours in a day. And God says to us to focus on today. Because today, paraphrasing it, today already have a lot going on. Today, it's already enough evil. Today, we need to take it one day at a time. And today, we are presented with several things before us. So, what is our choice? God is looking and he is looking at the good and the bad in the land and he is seeking for men's hearts women hearts who is perfect towards him who is upright towards him so God wants us to be righteous he wants us to walk in his ways of holiness and his ways of justice. So God is seeing the righteous decisions that is that is being form formulated, made, and he is seeing the sins that are being committed continuously before him and so God is always reminding us to keep his commandments and to adhere to his statutes and his laws to obey him because obedience is better than sacrifice Because Jesus said, if you love me, then you will keep my commandments. So if we love God, we will keep his commandments. Meaning, if God tells you to do something, if he tells you to lay down your desires, lay down your career goals, to pursue him, to seek him, to get into a deeper relationship with him, then instead of pursuing whatever career you desired, you greatly desired, instead of pursuing that, you turn to him and you become a new person. You be your mindset, your perspectives, everything change. And, and now it begins to line up with the will of God and what does the Lord want first and foremost for someone.
So God wants us to obey him. Obey him because that's what love is. Many people think that whenever God says to follow my laws, many people actually are following laws, natural laws, you know, don't eat pork, don't eat shrimp, don't eat um, shellfish, don't, don't, There, there's many different laws um, in many different religions, and that's just what they are, they are laws, they are laws to keep people in bondage, because If someone don't have a true relationship with Jesus, then you can just be a religious person sticking to a set of rules and regulations, but yet not experiencing the power and the freedom and the transformation and the change of God. One can follow rules. But just because one is following rules, it doesn't mean that that person is becoming more and more like Christ. So, God is faithful. He is faithful. He is good. He is holy. And whenever he tells us to do something, it's because that's his nature. That's his nature. He is good. He wants good things to be before him. He don't want wicked and evil and vain things to be before him. So he commands us to put those things away, to put away lust, to put away fornication, sleeping with someone who is not your husband or your wife, to put away lying, to put away shedding away of innocent blood, to put away theft to put away murder, to put away anger. So when God is saying all of this, it's because that's what he is. That's what he walks in, to put away hatred, to put away slandering, to put away hypocrisies. So God is that. And... In the word of God, King Manasseh was deemed to be one of the most wickedest kings who ever reigned in Judah because he did witchcraft. He used enchantments, divinations. Um, He consulted with wizards. He allowed his son to pass through the fire to be burnt to a god, a god named Molech. He, they worship the sun, they worship the moon, they worship the stars, they worship every single thing under heaven, which God had commanded them not to do. And so, and he, he was in reign for a long time, over 50 plus years. And it's it's interesting at the consequence or the 
whatever someone does, it doesn't just affect that one person. It affects your lineage, your seed after you. And because of all this great, all the, this great wickedness that was committed, God was so angry to the point where God gave the children away. He allowed the children of Judah to be captured and taken away by the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar. He allowed them to be taken away and oppressed by their enemies. And Judah was destroyed. And before that happened, Israel, God made Israel to be scattered because um, of what Ahab and Jeroboam, I believe, the son of Nabat, um, it kept referencing that they kept sinning. And it was just bad. It, it was wicked. It was bad. So when God keeps seeing wickedness continuously, even though God is very patient, because that's exactly what he is. He he is very patient. He allowed and he, he still allows not that he wants people to do it. He wants people to change their hearts. He wants God is always speaking. So he's always wanting to give people the opportunity to correct their choices. This life is only temporary, it's short compared to eternity. So he wants someone to turn before they have to spend the rest of their eternity because there's no coming back from that in the place of fire and worms and torment and gross darkness and wickedness and just being bombarded by evil spirits and demons that is constantly ripping and tearing your flesh and god gives people choices on earth so that they don't have to go through that so that they don't have to be separated from him so that they don't have to go to a place of hell and darkness after this life So God is very patient. He's very patient. And we can even see that in the story of Jonah, where he was telling Jonah to Yes, he was telling Jonah um to go speak to the people of Nineveh and Jonah did not want to go. And even though the people were doing wicked before God, God still had mercy and he allowed Jonah to go to preach the gospel and then the people repented and then they began to serve God. So that's an example of people turning away from their sins to serve God. Let's look at an example that the people did not hearken onto the voice of the Lord to do so. The story of Noah, where God gave Noah specific instructions to build the ark, this boat, this huge boat for the the different animals and for Noah and his family and only eight people on the entire planet was saved. And just imagine how many times, how many years, 
how many months, how many days, how many weeks. Noah had to keep telling and, and telling these people that something great was coming, greater than what they can even fathom or think. And the people would not hearken. The people would not hearken. They had over over 50 plus years, over 100 years to hear the word of God and still not change. Just because they have never seen rain before. Rain had never existed until the flood happened. Because naturally the, the waters before the rain came, the waters were actually coming from... Um, the the plants was getting what they needed. Everything was getting what they needed. God made that available by not it falling from the sky, but through it coming from the ground. And so this time, people, you know, were thinking that Noah was just crazy. And you know how people can just mock you and scorn you whenever they don't see what God is showing you. So... God was very patient. Patient. Because he could have just wiped everybody out. He was very patient. Even whenever Noah was building the ark. Very patient. And God was sad that he ever created the people. After he just kept seeing the abominations that was happening. After he saw. Um, after the, the angels that were in heaven first. The ones who fell, they started to sleep with the daughters of men and there became um, giants to be born in the land. And it was just a lot of stuff going on. So God, there, there is consequences for our actions, whether we see it, whether we believe it or not. There is consequences for our actions. And God is even patient with us, like patient. He wants us to commit to him, to confront our idolatrous ways, our sinful ways, our abominable ways. He wants us to confront that so that we can be in right standing with him so that we can be unified with him and he weighs the actions he he weighs it and so because people they want justice if somebody murders their own child they want justice if someone steals from their house or break into their cars, their brand new cars they just got, or if someone take any kind of property or possession that they have, they they want justice um, for rape. They want justice for molestation. They want justice for gun violence. They want justice for hate crimes. They So because people naturally in the natural speaking they want justice and they want court systems and they want polices and they want the prisons in the spirit realm 
because of the sins that is being committed, there is a place for that. It's called hell. And then after hell, it's going to be considered to be the lake of fire. But just how humans want justice, God is justice. So whatever people do, God is just. And they will get in return everything that they've sown here on earth. Which is why hell is so bad and heaven is so good. So God, he wants us to consider. He wants us to turn. He wants us to ask him for help. He wants us to obey.